That's right. That's right. It is that time of the year. Money in the bank time. You are listening to a new episode of No Words Bar Podcast. This is your host, Mo, joined by my man, homie, in ATL, Chris Mack. How are you living, bro? How's everything going with you? Sup, mate? What's going on <laughs> with you, bro? <laughs> that's what I know. we'll be hearing a whole lot next weekend. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, like I said, it's, um, UK, they're they're lucky SOBs over there getting that pay per view, but I'm, they, but they deserve it though. That 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 yeah, crowd man. is going to be going to be live. It's going to be electric. I, it's going to be crazy. It's, it's uh, going to be amazing. Um, despite the of course the weird afternoon time, but it gives you know that's fine. We're we're used to that now with those. Yeah, we're we're definitely now used when to it. Overseas. It 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 makes the day easier for us too. You know, yeah, it does. We get the we get the evening to ourselves, and we able to do whatever you know with our significant other, or just go out, chill, have a good time. That's and right. I mean, I like it. I love the benefits of that. <laughs> yeah, and, no, um, I, I'm with it. Having having a PLE or you know a big WWE event, you know, across across the world, you know. I always enjoy these. Um international shows has and we've we've touched on them in the past you know when we're reviewing the other ones that they have done and recently been um but there is a hidden excite there's an extra a bit of excitement behind that but we'll touch on money in the bank a little bit later on um i know um this has been a a, a huge week for you this is something that you know we've kind of been joking around with i know especially with uh. you and, and other people within your fan base but the day the day finally came, and um, I mean, it's actually been a, a productive week for you guys. What I mean, you say? Yeah, I've been actually been waiting for this day. I'm waiting for this moment. Um, and yeah, I've been waiting to record this episode. Uh, simply for this news here. Um, it, it's finally happened. Um, Bradley Bills no longer a Washington Wizard. Uh, Bye. It, the and the and the days leading up to it were or justice were just as wild um because it was a whole timeline we you know as you obviously if anyone has been well aware now um the wizards are now they have a new front office you know uh michael Winger is now the president of operations brought in will dawkins and travis slink uh as gm and i think also uh, another um, president of um, operations as well, um, you know, just looking over, you know, the scouting and new drafting and trying to tinker out and maneuver the roster. And as you know, Winger and Dawkins, they have experience working with Sam Presti in Oklahoma City. So, and Winger's also worked with the Clippers as well. And, it, you know, as assistant general manager. So, you know, with that mind frame, I already knew that they were looking to probably head into a new direction and, you know, have a rebuild for, for the Wizards. And, you know, and the best way to really jumpstart that is, well, we have to trade Bradley Beal. And Beal, at this point, you know, he's approaching dirty. Uh, the last few seasons have not been great for him health-wise. Uh, and, you know, it, you know, in a way, his value did decrease from that. But due to the fact that he also have this super max contract that will put him up to over fifty million dollars within his fourth year, uh, it, and a no trade clause, by the way, the Wizards was kind of hamstrung, and this new front office is hamstrung. We're really trying to get the best deals out at this moment. You know, we had Milwaukee, uh, Sacramento. You know, there were a couple of teams that were like were 
thinking about it. You know, Boston was intrigued at one point, but it was Phoenix and Miami that were the two finalists. And when I saw Phoenix's name on there, I was like, okay, Heat aren't going to get him. Uh, he's going to the Suns, but the Suns don't have much to give. Uh, other than the fact that, you know, I believe um, Beal's agent and his son is also the general manager of Phoenix. You know, it it, it, it is in some ways that probably could be the most easiest excuse of tampering there is. But, you know, I mean, in in a way, that's like a a father giving his son a Father's Day present, (laughs) which you normally wouldn't do. And but, you know, you know, the Suns managed to get Bill. And he wanted to go there, unfortunately. I mean, again, there wasn't much that the um, Phoenix had to offer. I mean, there was a DeAndre Ayton package um, that probably was going to include the same bit of draft capital that we got was like maybe seven second-round picks. But they, mm-hmm. they ended up deciding to go with Chris Paul and Landry Shamit. Uh, it was primarily a salary dump at best. But in a way, it sets the foundation for how this rebuild is going to go. And as we are seeing the fruits of it right now, uh, the, the Wizards already dealt Chris Asporzingis in uh, an opt-in in trade or a sign-in trade, more than likely, uh, with the Boston Celtics and the Los Angeles Clippers. All right. Now, we got a first-round pick back. Uh, I can't remember. If it, I think it was the Celtics. I'm not sure if it was the Celtics or Clippers first, but it was the 30th pick of this year's draft. Um also got back Marcus Boris Sr. and Amir Coffey. And Danilo Gallinari is also going to be joining the um, Wizards uh, from Boston through the framework to help expand his three-team trade. So Washington might be getting more pieces um, in the process. Hopefully hmm. tomorrow and during draft day, um, we're looking to we can get more first-round picks. Uh, we do have some sellable access right now and Danny Optia and Corey Kispert and Daniel Gafford as well. Um, we could probably, you know, the team can likely get a first rounder for two of those players. Um, maybe, maybe two. Uh, but at this moment, it's really what, what Dawkins and Winger and Slink are going to do. Really dealing and trying to get the best access, best assets possible. Um, the bad contracts that, you know, these teams are willing to give along with the draft picks that they're willing to give as well. Uh, so, I mean, it's 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 new. This is, just, to me, you know, in, in this stage, you know, my fandom, this feels new, you know, mm-hmm. and that we're really going through uh, a rebuilding process like this in, in this type of era where the new CBS, CBA is going to kick in um, in the 2024-25 season. Oh, and yeah. we're going to have to try to, you know, rebuild our teams and restructure our teams, you know, with the talent that we already have at our disposal. And also, you guys may have to deal with uh, an expansion draft, too. But that's, you know. Ah, yeah. yeah the, you know, you know, what, what, I, I, if that I, happens. Coming along with that, that new that CBA with the media rights thing, because that's, you know, yeah. that's, that was also the news that was put out. But no, um. It's kind of interesting, though, like this has been a summer. If you are a Washington sports fan, um, 
this has been a pretty good calendar year so far for you. If you're obviously a Commanders fan, you know, um, with the sale, uh, you know, Snyder out of there um, to that that group that you know knows noticeably Magic Johnson is part of, um, and, and then now this is going on. I mean, I know it's that's different. That's the ownership. That's a change of ownership here. It's just only mainly, you know, you're trading so, away a, a completely new front office. Yeah. 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 But know, I mean, but I, but philosophy. I, the signif- but, but the, as far as the, the hope and optimism that, that apparently lies, um, uh, within the two Washington fan bases, um, yeah. based off of these decisions that's been going on this year. Um, it's almost, <laughs> It's almost, it's it's a it's a renaissance, and it's you know, and I know a lot of people were kind of getting on on um y'all, um whatever of y'all Wizards fans that's out there diehards like that, um as far as like you know why would you endure all this stuff like and and I mean, it is what it is. It comes with the territory being a being a fan. If you're a fan, you got to deal yeah. with the lows too, as much as you want, as much as the highs. And um, even uh-huh. though lo- more lows come than highs, and with a lot of our teams, especially with the Wizards, um, yeah, you know, but just, you know, it just happened uh, to be just, that way. But just, just with you, you, you being a Bulls fan, you know, oh yeah, we're 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 both fan bases right now for the last decade or so. It's been st- stuck in well, between Eastern Conference Finals hopefuls at times, yeah. and then just a half decade of mediocrity. That's yeah, painful no, to I watch, hear you. you know, because you're not playing the tank. You're not, you're trying to win, but you do not have a good enough team or personnel to win at all. Like yeah. it barely get through the first round, if that. So the so just for the simple fact that, that we're just, the Wizards are just tearing it down. Like it's just being completely torn off the hinges right now. And we're, we're, we're expected to be bad. You know, I, I like it, it. It does give me some hope in knowing that. All right, we're we're definitely trying to win out in the draft. Definitely trying to get something in the lottery, uh, and we're we're seeing young players develop. And and then there's yeah. also the case of we get these guys on bad contracts, and you know, to get these also these great great draft capital and assets around. And you know, and they they're putting up cool numbers. <laughs> you know, they'll be able to see able to play low stakes basketball and raise up their trade stock, and then we will get more graphics work and more young talent. So for me, you know, it's, it's 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 a new process, but it's a process that I'm well aware of and that I'm used to watching. You know, teams so you know, let's say the Detroit Pistons go through <laughs> on a yearly basis. Yeah, and Orlando yeah. Magic right now, which. And you're seeing the magic last season while they were bad, they weren't awful. Like they were fun to watch. And they I want to get to that point where I know that my team is bad and get there on a fine line between the Oklahoma city thunder and the Orlando magic of last year. Yeah. Yeah. That, Cause that seems to be the, the, um, you know, cause we all know that the sports leagues, they're copycat leagues, you know, whatever is the trend and they, that's what they're going to go with. And, um, and as far as the rebuilding process, you know, uh, Sam Presti over there and over, you know, Oklahoma City, you know, that's that's pretty much been the I guess you want to call it the, the gold standard at this moment as far as the rebuilding process, collecting all your picks. And then, you know, and, and but here's the thing, though, that's violent. That's important and vital 
that that should not be forgotten. You know, you could gather all these picks, you know, all these high end, these high number, you know, or you know, these picks high in the draft and stuff like that. But if you have poor drafting scouts, if you have poor scouting, then that's not gonna like you're just collecting and just getting picks in. You're just picking guys, just pick them. I mean, yeah. granted, one of them out of the bunch yeah, is going to want to turn out to be good, but but I think that's that's something I hope that's not lost on the fact that when you think about Oklahoma City, using them as an example, Oklahoma City is always drafted well. They have they draft very well. They their scouts are that I guess, and that's credit to to like I said, the ownership over there. Um, with that, so you know, I I don't know how. But to put it oh, as but far you also as gotta look at the track Richardson. record again. You know, we um we we acquired these same people from that yeah. same organization. Yeah. And Travis Slink as well, who is also pretty good at drafting. Yes. I, I can if I correctly, well, he did play a part in bringing Trey Young to Atlanta and also yeah. Kevin Herter and DeAndre Hunter as well. So I'm like, I'm looking at the optimism. It's like, we got three people here that have mm-hmm. done well with drafting over the years and in okay. different organizations. Let's see if they can hit here in Washington and see if they can yeah. make this process yeah. process work. Because it's going to take some time. But having the eighth pick That's right. and, and also the 30th pick in the first round, you know, you get to really see um, how their scouting department and how their draft selection and how their acumen work here. Um, in this type of instance, and I'm looking forward to it. As you should, as you should. Oh, I mean, also, uh, did you see the it, the article on the Athletic when Chris Paul and um he inferred that um that Isaiah Thomas has something to do with his departure? Uh, no, I have not. You know, it's funny you mentioned Athletic because I meant to cancel them and they got my ass for them seventy something dollars. So. And oh that, damn! And then you can, yeah, they did a, they did an automatic renewal. Like in my mind, I was like, all right, I'm gonna cut it off because I really only use it athletic for you the hockey stuck coverage. Nine ninety nine, my man. Well, you know, you know, deals end. So that was <laughs> poor. That was that was on my end, poor planning. But anyway, no. Point is, I didn't I didn't read the article now because um, I tried to cancel the subscription, but they said nope, nope, we already got your money. So oh man. Um, but I, I may, I'll come around to reading it, but I have not read it, read about that yet or, or see that. So I that's news to me. Uh, I don't to what extent though. I I don't I, hope, I don't want us to really spend too much time on that. Oh uh, like, well, I mean, it's just just shortly called he he works as more as a confidant to Matt Ishbia, the the new owner of the Phoenix Suns, and uh-huh. uh, I mean we, they have been seen sitting together during the playoff games. Mm-hmm. So I, I I don't know what it is, but yeah, I mean the optics aren't great, you know, considering you I know see. the 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 environment that the Suns once had under Robert Sarver, and now you're bringing someone in who has had his fair share of uh, sexual harassment cases. Um, oh, believe me, Knicks fans, yeah. y'all know what it is, and now he's probably got. A, you know, a shadow or what would I say, a ghost front office role? Yeah, it doesn't look good. And on the other side of the trade, while we're here talking about Phoenix, uh, hey, good luck to them, man. You know, they really are <laughs> really trying to go all out here. Uh, you know, I, I'm, 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 you know, 
a part of me is happy for Bradley that he's going to be able to play on a team that is going to have a shot at making it to the Western Conference Finals or making it to the Finals. Um, and he's playing alongside the likes of Kevin Durant and and DeAndre Ayton and Devin Booker. Uh, and mm-hmm. I'm and then I'm I'm looking and I'm looking and I'm looking at the rest of the roster. I'm like, um, okay, so who's going to be the point guard? Yeah, uh, yeah. Exactly. I know that you know there, there's a whole off season to go, um, but and and yeah, there's probably something they could do, but there's not too much they could trade for in the draft. Um, no. and there's I mean there's only so much money that they could give right now. Um, like they are tied to over thirty plus million each. You know, for for Aiden, Durant, Booker, Beal, that's like. What is that? That's crazy. I heard it was like seven hundred million combined when you when you tally their uh, contract numbers, and that That's is ridiculous. Nuts. Like that is insane. And um, uh, wow. yeah, I, I wow. really wonder how to go to fill out this roster. I, I, I'm hearing that DeAndre wow. Ayton still could get moved, but it, I'm also hearing that Bill wants to play with Ayton. So I don't know what's about to happen here. Uh, I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't and, know. That's, again, that's CBA, man. You know, that's what it is. Like, because they, they know that, and that's why. I mean, but there's a lot of different. A lot of these players now, they the way they do their contracts is shorter term anyway, so they have that yeah. luxury or, or that freedom to move around and try. Because they, 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 they're they know they know what the deal is. You know when the when the league is going to get that influx of money in and whatnot. So. I'm not surprised on that forefront. Um, no, but good for you guys, though. Um, also, um, you know, <laughs> yeah. looks like next season uh, there may be some bottle girls <laughs> showing up at the on court side. I uh, so I don't know if you saw that thing. They apparently, huh? I don't know. I don't know if this is. See, I looked at this and I was like, I don't know if it's real. But apparently, there was a report that was put out there yesterday that the Wizards, right? What they're starting, what they're going to start to do. <laughs> it's, it's, uh, what is this? Let me ch- let me check this uh, out. Oh man, the Wizards are introducing new courtside lofts starting at one hundred twenty-eight thousand forty. I like this has to be wow. Satire. Okay, this has to be no, satire. This, uh oh no, it, it's it's on NBA.com. Oh damn, uh, Wizards space, courtside lofts. Each space includes four to six guests and delivered a delivered five course menu. First of all, what I don't go to, fuck, who the Ted? fuck goes to a basketball? Who goes to a basketball Bro, game for Why a is he game? introducing courtside loss on a year that we're going to win twenty games at best? I don't know. Somebody, a lot of people was asking, like, I ain't paying all that money to see us win twenty games. Like, what? No hell, no. Like, hell out of here, man. They do this now. They do this now. They lucky they didn't do this when John Wall was with y'all. I, I know we definitely would have uh, Rose Bar live uh, at the game, <laughs> and, and that right. shit would be just insane. But I'm like, what the hell is this? Like, you know, oh, I, I, I will say I'm surprised that Atlanta or um, Houston has not intro- had they not done this already. I'm actually shocked they have not. I, I, I I'm I'm shocked too. I mean, honestly, <laughs> Atlanta they they have a little bit of a bar um, on court side. So it's not much or less a loft, and but I don't know if they have a venue per se in that area. But they normally people be there lounging and having drinks and stuff. Okay, 
Okay, yeah, yeah, but no. but a loft like that? No, nah, no, nah, I haven't seen it. I don't even know if Houston have anything like that at all. <laughs> it's probably better that they don't. But I anyway, think, man. Um... Tillman for Todd is pretty cheap, so I don't yeah. think we have anything of that nature. <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, and it, 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 as far as my Bulls, um, I know there was rumors that we are <laughs> – I always love it when they say the Bulls were quietly shopping. Well, it ain't quiet anymore, motherfucker. But um, it, yeah, shopping the Levine and um, ah, I'm not surprised. We was trying to do that apparently during the the trade deadline. Are they trying to get Fu- they trying to get Vucevic out of there too? No, Vooch. They're trying to. Re- I think Vooch. They're trying to keep him. We're keeping Vooch. Wow. And we're trying to get rid. of Yeah, I know. Yeah, but I don't think a contract was signed. It's just obviously, but it's just. Rumor that they're working on extending him, but yet Levine, they go, I, I don't know. But then again, keep, 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 uh, you know, keep in mind that our general manager used to be the Denver Nuggets, the new NBA champions. Yeah. Um, you know, it, it, he, he used to be their GM. A lot of that, there is good pieces of that team, you know, coming up. He was the GM and was part of constructing that team. Um, not to take away any credit from the guys that's been, you know, that that, that came yeah, after Calvin him. Calvin Booth been putting in the work, man. So, yeah, he know. has been. He has been. So that's something like I didn't want to take away anything from him, you know. But it, it's just like, hey, you know, um, as far as the the, the 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 rise, the slow rise back up, the ascension. Um, I mean, I I don't know. With the East, it may be easier to do because like it's it's the East, and who knows? Like the he's the East. Um. I mean, look at Miami, for example. Like, uh, I mean, we faced Miami in the playing game, and, you know, I'm surprised a lot of people ain't pissed at us, you know, that uh, <laughs> the, 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 the Philadelphia <laughs> and the Boston fans, that they're not pissed at us, you know, about not beating them. But, uh, but no, but just a quick thing, con- really, congratulations to them, because the last time we recorded, uh, the series was still going on. Um, not surprised <laughs> at the results. In, in five, they did it in five as as we predicted and um yeah they i have nothing bad to say yeah, about like well, I mean, I, it, it, it yeah. was it was historic man it's historic yeah, that means it's yeah yeah it, it has been a while since we recorded this um that um the final said they were magnificent yeah. they were yeah yeah they, they I, were, I, I, I think i wholly believe for them winning um i mean when i mean when they destroyed the lakers of course but it was that first game. It was the first game of the series. I was like, "Yeah, this this team is they're they're just head and shoulders better than Miami." And granted, Miami ran out of gas because they had to. Oh yeah, blow a three zero lead against the Boston Celtics, and you know at that point, um, Jimmy Butler's ankles was cooked. Lowry could barely do much, if anything at all. You know, yeah. and you know they were just done for, and you know. And I don't, I don't, I don't even know if they're going to be back again. Honestly, like, I don't know either. You only do this so many times with, with, yeah. with the Heat, man. Like, no, no, no. Like J- Jimmy's going to take him there, but he's going to get hurt. Like, I, I, and and this just brings me back to the deal with Bradley Beal. I'm like, you had Beal available, and they, they their offer was much better than anything the Suns could have gave us right now. But they were unwilling to give in Tyler Hero, which would probably been just another contract, you know, trade off with Beal. So we would still had to owe him money. But I mean, Kyle Lowry, 
you know, Victor Oladipo or Duncan Robinson and a number of first round picks would have been great, but it wasn't our decision. That was Brad's decision. Um, yeah. But, uh, I, I digress, man. It's really about Denver. It's a shame too, because I already knew that once Denver won this thing, I was like, congratulations guys. You know, they, they're going to celebrate. They're going to enjoy this, but we're going to be talking about the next thing immediately in two days. And yeah. that's what happened. Um, but I can't, can't can't fault them for anything. They were awesome. Like Contavious Caldwell Pope, he got another ring. He's great. Yeah. Uh, Bruce Brown, man, like it's this damn shame that Denver will not be keeping a hold of him. And I yeah. could definitely see him being in Miami this summer. That might help. Mm-hmm. I, I would. That, I mean, it's a match made to heaven for them. So, and he's from there. He's from Florida. He's a former. I think he, he played in the U. So yeah, he's going to the Heat. That that that's 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 easy. That's an easy one right there. Of uh, Aaron Gordon, man. Yeah, who yeah, him. him. Who would have yeah. thought, man? Get yeah, him getting traded. He'd be after being stuck in Orlando for so long. Purgatory. And they finally they, they finally really got their rebuild um, going when they were able to get rid of him and Fuchovic. Yeah. <laughs> and and now he's he's reaping the benefits of having one of the best defensive series. In the playoffs and and just and getting his first ring and winning it all, I'm like he he showed his all around game after being known as like you know a pretty you know elite dunker in his youth. Right now he right he's, he's got his Hall of Fame bag now. He's did it. <laughs> <laughs> he did it. He, yeah, he, he, no, that. he no. showed it just drinking every day in Denver. He he impressed me. The most man, like he he really did impress yeah. me in that finals um with his effort. He he, that, he that, might that come was... back to the slam dunk contest as a result. Nah, uh, <laughs> uh, I'm I'm good without him doing another one. You know he's uh, uh, even though he, we know he, he was he, robbed, we know he can win it off merit now for real. Yeah, <laughs> nah, nah, nah. It, it we don't need that. But um, but no, I, but honestly though, but at the end of the day, there's what else can you say about the star of the show? I like and. and I don't want to forget Mur- Murray, man. Jamal um, too, man. That, that, that what yeah. he had to come yeah. through too. No, he, I mean, I love yes. this team. I'm not. I can't. I can't hate this team. They're like, there's no I, I guys really can't. that do I, not suck. Right. Even DeAndre Jordan, yeah. he did his purpose. Just sitting yeah, there. Yeah, my that man, bench. DeAndre Jordan. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Reggie Jackson too. I'm like, yo, y'all got y'all ring, man. I could probably be a little upset that Reggie got his before John Wall. So, but oh, yeah, oh. still. <laughs> it's okay, man. It's all right. No, no, no. But Joker, man, that dude is man. It's it, best player in the world. It's frust- I know how frustrating that shit must be, man. Like guarding him, and you do all your shit. Like and you do then he everything right. And you he do can everything. Still just put that shit up there, right? And it's just like, and it'd be looking ugly as shit. Like it'd be looking what? ugly. You just throw it up in the air, and it's just swish. And I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> Literally throws it. <laughs> Man, I think oh yeah, my it was gosh, also when Anthony no. Davis defended him that first game, and Jokic was just making everything. And I'm like, yeah, they, they don't got it, man. He's just no, he's just too no, good. No, <laughs> nah, man, it, it it just didn't work out for Miami, but it, it it happens to be that it's all right, man. But um, but yeah, no, um, then also after the finals, we found out the 25 game suspension for John Morant, um. I don't there's nothing really much more to say other than you know what? He's lucky. He is he's lucky he's only twenty five. He's lucky that but he's he lucky. will not 
he he will not um, get all NBA. I, I don't think he's even qualified for the Superbacks now. So he definitely lost a lot of money hey. being dumb. But he at least yeah. he still gets to keep his yeah. career for now. Yeah, no, that's yeah. just got that's that's it. Like all, <laughs> there's all, not all, much all, to really say about yeah. that dude, man. Also, you know, Draymond Green, you know, he uh declined his um option. I he, think he's uh, going. I think he, he where you think he's going? Where you think you think he's going to Memphis? I don't know. I don't know Detroit? where. I don't know where. I, that's the same thing for Kyle Kuzma because he he like I know Detroit is tr- gonna like they're gonna try to sign one of those two. You know, they 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 need the hometown hero. Um, but yeah, they, they, I'm hearing like Memphis and Draymond's a real possibility, which is if Memphis want to fork up that money, then by all means, man. By all means, they could go at it. But I, I, I just had a gut feeling that Draymond is going because I think the money he's going to yeah. want, Golden State, he's going to come in. Dunleavy, and now Dunleavy, you know, is the, is the new GM now. Like I, I don't know. Yeah, he, 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 he. I mean, he might, he might try to talk and have a, a, a try to keep a um, good presence. Um, yeah, oh, yeah. But he, he's, uh, he's, he's not as tight, you know, that as Bob Myers was with the, the right. Crew and, Right, you know that's I, why I, 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 I you know, I, I'm just wondering, you know, how much longer Steph and Clay will be staying there? Will they stay until the very end, or you know, will, will Clay look to move on? You know, because Clay he's going to try to get one more contract. I think Clay and Steph they're going to. They, I don't think they go anywhere. I well, Steph definitely not, not going there. He's a lifer. That that yeah, that goes. I think he's just gonna just finish over there. Yeah, yeah. Clay. I mean, it could be either way. Um, you can easily see him going to play for another team. Um, I guess when his current contract runs out, uh, that's uh, that's definitely a possibility. Um, and he or he just may stay. I don't know. With him, it's 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 fifty fifty. I don't like it's either one or one or the other with him. Um, but I wouldn't. I wouldn't be shocked either way, um, whatever decision he winds up making. But I just think that this Golden State team, I mean, I, it's going to two years from now, I, I don't know, like Curry could really play four years more if he wanted to because he doesn't really use all that. Like his, his play doesn't require much, a lot of physical. I mean, granted, he, when he goes into the paint, yes, but um, I don't know. I think he could do four more seasons, Steph. Um, just overall and ride into the sunset but i mean that that's a story that that's rich we're just gonna have to cross later on but um but yeah um both our teams when we're they were trying to make some moves man and trying to make some improvements better on court uh product there and um you know then obviously the draft being tomorrow um i mean it's no secret victor going number one to san antonio like that's Mm -hmm. you know you know, yeah, that it is yeah, what it is with that. Um, if we don't, I, 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 we're not. I think we're just going to be more. Um, I think we. I have a feeling we finally we're going to make a trade tomorrow, but I just don't know if it's going to be that like Levine going anywhere, or um, somebody comes to us that we didn't expect, or maybe just more draft picks. We really probably need more draft picks. Um, yeah, honestly. yeah, I think that's what gotta, we really gotta, need. I got y'all got to do the uh, y'all going to do a, a the slow rebuild, you know? Yeah, yeah. Where y'all have y'all have um your players 
um, but you don't want to like tank. No. So you're going to just try to build through that. Yeah, yeah. Try, I mean, try to get try to get assets for draft picks. So you try to, try to accumulate as many draft picks as possible, so you can just trade them off later. Right, because I'm I'm tired of doing this playing game mess, and then always have to face Milwaukee. You know, I'm tired of this shit, man. <laughs> like, let's just <laughs> yeah. If we need to do a rebuild, let's just do a rebuild. I'm I'm fine with it. I've been through worse, um. So it, it it's it's all good and dandy with me, man. But um, I. And then who knows what you guys like? You said um, what 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 you guys I mean, gonna do? I mean, as of as of now? now, it looks like Anthony Black has been like the pick for Washington. I'll, I'm like I'm unfamiliar with Anthony's game. I'm, I'm more into like the Thompson twins. Like I've seen them play, and I, I personally would like to select either Asor or Amen. One of them is like will be great to, to have, you know, um, you know, on the team. But I mean, I, I, I wouldn't mind having Anthony Black there, you know, I mean, it's a good jump start uh, to, you know, what this rebound rebuild is going to be. Um, they have yet to, um, they have yet to, the Tankathon mock drafts yet to like update the, the draft picks because the, the pick hasn't been truly made official yet or as far as the trade goes, but they got James Nigy from um, Barcelona. I guess he's uh, coming out from Europe. It's the 30th pick in the draft. So that was going to go to the Clippers by way of the Bucks. And now it's our pick. Yeah. Going to the draft. Yeah, we ain't got no picks at all in the first round. So sure. that's what I'm like I, I could see us. Yeah, yeah. We're we're somehow, some way we're gonna wind up trying to. That's why like I feel like we're we gonna have to probably have, okay. Yeah, yeah. That's why I feel like we probably are going to go the, the trade route with um with Zach. I I could because we need something to re- to recoup as much as we can, you know, mm-hmm. back in return. So it is what it is. We'll see what happens with that. Um, but yeah, and then also quick little uh thing I guess put in there. Uh, congrats, Vegas Golden Knights, Stanley Cup champions. Um, it's <laughs> it's kind of funny because you know, um, I don't know the the series was just man, Florida was just overmatched. It kind of was almost like a mirror image of uh with with Denver and Miami. Man, um, like the 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 Knights, the Golden Knights, man, they were just too too much for Florida, and Florida they they got injured and stuff like that, and yeah, it, it is o- yeah, overwhelmed. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It was it it was one of those Stanley Cup finals. It was just like, well, all right, well, you know, I don't want to make it sound like it's like it was just like I wasn't uninterested, but I was like, you know what, I would like to know what my team does in the off season. So now we're here, and um, and yeah, that that goes without saying. With that. And now we could actually get into a little bit more fun stuff here um, with upcoming Money in the Bank pay-per-view, um, PLE, should I say, um, Saturday over in UK. Um, oh, yeah. And there is a, a, the, the build-up for, number one, the card is, I mean, what do you expect? They, they're going to they're gonna stack the get, They're going to stack the deck. Um, uh Right off the bat, I just want to ask you, what is the one match that you are looking forward to the most that does not involve the bloodline? <laughs> the men's money in the bank ladder match, of course. Um, now that uh, Logan Paul has officially been inserted into it, I, 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 I think we're going to get, you know, uh, uh, Hollywood money in the bank. You know, we're you going to so? get Logan in the bank, bro. And nope. this will be the most unique one 
out of the mall. Uh, I mean, it because... would be it would be something. I'm a go, and of course, I'm gonna go with the. I'm gonna go with yeah. I'm gonna go with him. I'm gonna go with L.A. Knight. That's who I'm rolling with, man. That's Everybody wants with. L.A. Knight to win, but he has not really love done anything to prove that he should hold the briefcase right now. He's been losing a lot. He hasn't really had a viable program outside of the Bray fiasco earlier this year. And, uh, you know, I'd rather him see get the steady climb up and stay as a focal point in the mid card, albeit facing theory and just turning face from there as opposed to winning money in the bank. Just because the fans will that way. Where you have Logan Paul, who is a more optimal pick because he can carry that briefcase, promote it, and he doesn't have to be on TV every week losing like L.A. Knight would if he would have won the damn briefcase, looking like a fucking jobber as he was earlier this year. Well, the dark horse, I'm going with this. If there ever is a dark horse with this, I'm going but with But he's Damian been great, Priest. man. I, I, I'm, I'm, like, I'm, I'm going glad with he's Priest. getting these pops. Oh, and I love Damian Priest as a pick, too. Uh, but... I don't I don't see him winning it either. It looks like they got something really cooking between with the judgment day right now. Um and the uh, small tensions that are starting to rise up between the three. Uh, but do you three, strike the, the, the but do you keep striking just, the heart the, the iron wall is hot though, man? Like no, 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 no. Um Priest is like he's good where he at in his role right now. Um uh, just bubbling right there in that upper mid card tier. And likely he could be right there uh, as a challenger for the Intercontinental Championship soon as well. Um, it, you know, whenever, you know, Judgment Day and Imperium are on the outs, because right now they have a little small alliance that uh, we've seen on TV. Uh, but yeah, it's really between those guys. Uh, it's, it's really the focus on the Judgment Day because, you know, Finn and his obsession, you know, with the World Heavyweight title and Seth Rollins is also getting into the plans of the group. And, you know, it, I would just focus on that and seeing Damien's rise from there. But he doesn't need the briefcase either. Oh, man. I just don't believe Logan. I just don't think it's Logan Paul. I just something. I just don't believe it. He needs to win. Know. Like, it, he hasn't won. <laughs> yeah. He hasn't won a major match in quite some time. You know, I figured this would be the match where he could do it. And he has yeah. storyline reasons to cha- um to cash in on anyone, whether it would be potentially uh, a Roman, which would, that would not happen, or Seth Rollins. No. You know, and so this is this is his match to win. You know, uh, I'm looking at all the other guys that are there. They're great. They're going to make the match great. They're all talented, but none of them really need the briefcase. Honestly, they don't. This is this is for Logan Paul. Because he could come at any time at any moment. And that's what makes the surprise even better, as opposed to just the predictable cash in promos that you will get every other week from someone and it doesn't happen. Oh I, I no no no. I, I I I agree with you now. I don't want those. I don't want those <laughs> the same shit they've been doing for the past several years with the, the whoever wins and and the fake cash ins and all this other stuff. Like it's no, 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 no. I, I don't, I don't want that. Um, like I said, I'm not saying I'm not opposed to Logan Paul doing it. I'm not opposed to it. It's, if anything, really, the one thing about Logan Paul in that match is that we we get more of him and Ricochet. <laughs> we get more of those two crazy nutcases. Um, especially after that crazy mess they pulled off in the Rumble, 
Um, which is still yeah, crazy yeah, that yeah. it, it happened like during a rumble. <laughs> yeah, I think this is gonna be the closest thing we'll get with a sequel specialty too. So yeah, that I'm glad that, you know, that they're able to continue their little uh one off right you know, in running right. the bank. Right, man. But um that yeah, it's is entertaining. It's going to be a very entertaining match regardless. Um I, I guess if you want since we're on the topic, uh, the women's um what you got for the women's man? Woo! Hey, um, I, you know I'm interested in seeing what happens next week. I, I, I'm 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 unsure. I, I I don't think they're gonna add another woman into the match, but um, but I, I, it's possible that there could be a last chance battle royal. But as far as like right now, who potentially win, um, the Money in the Bank match? Uh, let's see who's on there. It's between EO and Bailey. I, I figured that yeah. it might, it, you know, between EO and Bailey, because, you know, you have Trish and Zoe and Becky, who are all great shouts, and they will be pretty interesting. Uh, but I, I, I don't, I think I don't see them really, you know, winning that because they're, you know, their feud is between those three. Um, mm-hmm. And then who was also in this match as well? Because I, I counted to, oh, Selena. Yeah, it's going to be between Bailey and EO. I think Bailey would probably win it um, and become a two-time because this would be her second time winning Money in the Bank, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I think that might be it. Yeah, I, I lean towards Bailey screwing out EO and getting the briefcase, um, and you know, accidentally oh, screwing man. her out. You know what I mean? And getting the briefcase and um, and driving more <laughs> yeah. of a wedge between the yeah, two. Yeah, yeah. Ah man, Bailey with the the briefcase. Yeah, I mean Bailey deserves something, man, because you know she's no, been no, 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 putting no, no, in no, work I'm, I'm... since her return. Her back has seen that mat so many times since she's returned yes. here. <laughs> yes, and she's no, been putting um... on for putting on for the women's division and putting these trying to put these young girls over. Yeah, I think this would be a great moment for her just to have the briefcase and she could work it in in, in a new way now. Uh, no, well, well, this current version of her, it, it, her with that briefcase, that's that's gold right there. Ah, uh, man. And then I'm just thinking about just the possibilities. Like, I mean, granted, you know, she she could go after Rip, Rhea Ripley, or you know, if she wants to go after Oscar, or if that's something, or whoever is a champion down the line on either brand, um. That's gonna be interesting to I that's yeah 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 ba- Bailey Bailey I I I could get behind with on, on that one um but I I do want to say man shout out to Trish Stratus man she is still taking them bumps man <laughs> like like I it's I don't know man to me at the older <laughs> I am the more I understand how like I I could get because I just know just how my body feels just regular just going to work and driving like and i can imagine for somebody that has been out of the ring for as long as trish stratus was at least on you know being on the road or doing something consistent like she's doing again now and to to get back into the thick of things like that man like that's i i i don't for a single second think that that's man that's that's tough man that's tough that ain't easy that ain't easy. And kudos to her, man, because I was watching her her match against um, Raquel. 
on Monday Night hey, Raw. Yo, I mean, Trish was amazing there. Uh, yeah, she made Ra- Raquel look like a beast. Yes, uh, and which was needed so of much course. after last week where I, they they made her look goofy against Shayna, and I, I and already had her pegged as like Rhea's next challenger. Mm-hmm. But they really rehab. They course corrected so well um, this past week, um, making her look like a force against Trish Stratus. It's her standing up um, eye to eye with Rhea, and and you know, and showing that you know she's ready to, for the challenge. I was like, okay, they did something well with her, and hopefully, you know, they could they could continue on with it. Which is why I'm I'm leaning towards that. There's a likelihood that she could still get into the Money in the Bank's match. You know, to make it an even seven and seven for the men and women's. Um, but okay. I think that yeah. Rhea match is definitely around the corner. It's definitely going to be around the corner. If not, well, next week is going to be at SummerSlam. I can see the one way I, I could see Raquel getting in, in there is because of the fact that, I mean, what what a. I mean, from a, from a storyline standpoint, man, Pierce, Adam Pierce, man, that dude is a terrible GM. <laughs> He's horrible. He's horrible, but I get it though. Like that's, it, it's something about his character. I'm just like, dude, what the hell? Like he's just so easy. He's so easy to manipulate into doing stuff. Like especially the heels. The heels, they're so easy that they can manipulate this guy. Like, what type of GM are you? Like it's supposed to be fair yeah. <laughs> down the middle, and you let these heels bully you all the damn time. Like, yeah, and the baby faces always have the hardest time. Uh, like. Look at Bianca, like her thing with 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 her uh, her rematch clause, right against Oscar, and here comes Charlotte, yeah. just comes out and just say, "Well, fucking, I'm I want the title," and then boom, she gets the match. Like, like what the fuck? <laughs> like what? <laughs> but it, it's which man? It, whenever that time comes that they both have that match, Bianca and Charlotte, hey. I don't know when it's going to ha- happen if it's if that's going to happen at 40 or something like that somewhere down the line. I don't know. Um that's the other that's the other big money match right there, yeah. man, you know, for them. So, um but the Raquel thing, I it, since you made a good point, like they may just make it even quote and even uh 7-7 seven, seven and and Eight, that's cool, but but damn, man! But I will say that was some clever shit. That how um, that how they was able to trick Becky into getting <laughs> Raquel disqualified. Uh, that was yeah, another... that was some some good stuff. And, there. And I, you I know, was actually uh, I, I thought Raquel was going to attack Becky afterwards, but I thought so too. That, there's something there's something that they could go back to down the line. Um, yes, down the line. Yeah, yeah, definitely. No, no, no. I understand that. Um, and then. <laughs> And then we also have um what is it uh Cody Rhodes and Dominic man that that's I'm intrigued about this one but this is man if you're talking about hey let's see what Dominic has to do what he's able to do putting you in a spot like that uh, they got to be pretty confident man that th- that he's going to like perform perform very well not that not that he didn't do bad at Mania against his father but I mean, this is Cody Rhodes here. This is the guy that's like top face of the company, just about. And 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 then this type of oh, event. Oh, Dom, Dom's ready. Dom's yeah. more than ready, and it's going to be an easy match right there. You know, you got the dude that's hated. I guess the top face <laughs> in the company right now. Um, yeah, 
the top male face, I would say, in the company right now, him and Seth Rollins. And, you know, it's just going to be the basic one-on-one match that, you know, that Dom gets some ring time in, and he's going to look good doing it. And, you know, and, and Cody, you know, gets a, you know, a good win right here, a good solid, you know, PLE win going into SummerSlam for that third match for Brock, more than likely. Yeah. 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 Do you see, do you think Brock would interfere or come out and something like that in, at the end of this match? Yes. Or anything like that? Yes. Okay. Brock, Brock will be there. I feel like he will. He will show up later in that, later in, either later in the show or right after that match and, um, and accept his terms. Hey, man. Speaking of Brock, um, I, just to make on a tangent, and I think, and you've heard this too, man, but hell of an interview Paul Heyman had with Rick Rubin. Like, hell of an interview that was, man. That, that, um, on Rick Rubin's podcast. Man, that was, there was some stuff that I didn't even know. Yeah, that, man. That, that three hours of gems, especially, man. Especially how Taz was involved in that. Like, yeah. like that, that's crazy. That's insane. But it, it's just, Oh man, that was great. And then just everything, just how Lesnar, the stuff that he said, I'm like, yo, like this dude Lesnar is not a fucking human, man. He is not a human. That dude is some type of a, of a different life form. Because the shit that Paul Heyman was describing, what he was able to do, like especially with the the um the Vikings practice or the tryout, and he had all these damn injuries, had something I forgot what muscles torn or some shit like that. And he still came in there and almost still made the damn squad. Like, what the fuck? Like this, that dude is inhuman. He is. Yeah, he had not, like not a torn, what's it, a torn groin muscle or something like that. Yeah, 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 exactly. And, and a couple of other broke. He had a broken bone somewhere too, and he still. I'm like, what the fuck, dude? <laughs> and how he and, and how he lucked out, not lucked out, but how everything kind of manifested into him managing Roman Reigns. You know, um, just that, that, and and then I think actually the most beautiful part of that interview was Paul when he was explaining like that moment that him and Brock Lesnar like they they really became real close. Um, yeah, due to the fatherhood the conversation. Time. Right, right, right. That was that was beautiful. That was like all right. Now it makes sense. It like the dots oh. are, yeah, are, are are connecting here. I get it now. Now I see why and, they're so close to one another. And and, and, and really the, just the whole creation of the bloodline and the bloodline cinema and being able to reference back to old movies that Heyman watched. Yeah. And then the whole group right. began to watch with them so they could, you know, be able to fill out and branch the story and how Roman had the vision to see that, that WWE television could be bigger than just you know, your, your, you know, any typical sports entertainment wrestling show. And it mm-hmm. could be actual theater during, you know, the pandemic years in the Thunderdome. And he made, made it all worth it. And, you know, it, in Roman's case, man, I'm, you know, I'm just happy that, you know, Paul was able to discuss how he evolved yeah, in that time and how he had to show himself away from the big dog and, and be able to, rebuild himself and rebirth and rechristen himself as a tribal chief and and a whole new character and a whole new um persona and the way that he uh be able to grab a pre- presence now 
you know, and the way he had the terms for acknowledge me and, you know, the island relevancy when they became, you know, how they were founded and their yeah. meanings behind it all. And it was, it was really a great deep dive into just Paul Heyman talking for three hours straight. Yeah, man. And, and that's the thing, like it, it, it me, my, t- I, I know us doing this podcast, like we would never dare to try to go no three hours, but, um, but the fact that there was so much stuff that there was so much knowledge in, 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 in history that, that Paul Heyman was explaining. And the fact that there's even more, you know, like that's, that's the amazing part about all that. And it didn't, that three hours, man, didn't even, it didn't feel like three hours. It didn't feel like three hours. Like it, it was, it felt less than that to me. Um, because, like a lot of it, I was listening to driving. But um, again, anybody that's wrestling fan or even a music fan, because it is Rick Rubin, um, man, uh, I'd suggest listen to that that interview, that that podcast episode. That that's that was that was some good shit right there, man. Um, but uh, but which yeah. brings which brings us. I mean, and I know we didn't talk about uh, Seth Seth Rollins and, and Finn Balor. Um, I think Seth's going to keep the belt. Um, then my gut like. Personally, I I wouldn't I would love Finn to win. That's a slogan right there. Um, <laughs> I would, I would, <laughs> damn it, Finn uh, put that on a shirt. Um, I would love Finn to win the match, um, but I just think Seth is going to keep it. He's going to keep it in the end. Um, well, yeah, he's doing a really good job as a world heavyweight champion right now. Um, yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. And um, and, and before we go into the main event of Money in the Bank, um, he had a pretty damn good match last night against Braun Breaker. Who I would say, man, that dude is ready. He's ready. Oh yeah, uh, he's ready. He felt he looked so comfortable on Raw. Right. That's where I knew I was like, yeah, he's yeah. <laughs> it's time. It's time for him to move up move on up but let me let him find one more dimension into his character that's um, fine with this um drugan off um program in the summer and then let him come come up and learn some more on the main roster because which he he's 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 ready to go he's ready to rock and roll yeah which is this program with drugan like it's ideal for him for now his heel status so anyway so it's it's only going to do wonders but but definitely um like i said that that was Good match last night, um, and, and I saw also, um, you know, what Seth Rollins had said, um, you know, after the cameras went off, and you know him how he feel about being back in NXT ring and and, and stuff, and you know, like kind of like a full circle moment, and um, love also the interaction with him and Mello and, and Trick, yeah, uh, you know, yeah. like that, you know, the team's like he, hey, he was you really know, being an OG man. Yeah, like, man. that was cool. That that's why part of me wants to see Roman there too. And speaking of man. OGs, man, Baron Corbin, dog. Yes, like, that promo that was the best. <laughs> that was the best promo Corbin did in quite some time. And after he was spitting them bars on Mello, and Mello was really good at that promo as well in the back and forth. You know, you know, Corbin gets the last word, and it sounds good, and it hits. And then that damn theme music comes on, and it's like, oh, bro. <laughs> I'm going to take it seriously again. Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. It, it, it's, but there was, but I, I thoroughly enjoyed this little program that that uh, Baron has had with um with Mello. 
um back and forth thing and they're not they're they're not trying to do the, the old proverbial thing that that they have used with baron corbin in the past with nxt guys like old school versus new school thing you know and then Melo kind of said like so like guy you know let's 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 throw that shit out the window now like let's not do that again uh let's not do that here um so it's when they do this is another example when they when they bring the guys down on the NXT, you know, that's they do it right. You know, look at Mustafa Ali, you know, even though that was a very kind of weird yeah. thing that he was him being in the referee in that 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 match um, on NXT. Um, yeah, that, that match, that whole match was weird, even though the action yeah. was good. It was just like it, it was weird. We're, we're trying to figure out. Right. It's pretty clear that Ali's going to turn heel. Yeah, like, right. What what is what what is still what was the whole purpose of him being in the referee that made in that match? If you're not gonna right, which is normally the perfect time for anybody to go heal. <laughs> um anyway, I digress. Um, uh, you know, but hey, listen, they go back into there. Um it's always just nice. It's always just nice to see stuff like that. And um look, I mean except if your name is Dana Brooke, then you know. <laughs> Oh God, yo, yeah, huh. she's uh, uh hang it up, flat screen, bro. It's, yeah, yo, that match was court, man. Man, she's Dana's not good. Like, I mean, we she's been here for over a decade, and, right? You know, she has a great look. You know, she she she's definitely gorgeous. Uh, but she has been doing this, and she has not improved at all. Yes, no. she works hard. You're supposed to work hard <laughs> when you're in the WWE. Working yes. hard should be coming naturally to people that work in the WWE. If, if you're a top right. flight athlete, you should right. work hard. But she just not she doesn't do any of the basic stuff well at all. No, she no, no. Barely not at sell all. the knee. She struggled not to sell the all. knee when she got hurt in the match against Cora. Instead of just selling it, she's in a shouting match with her. And oh, then no. she went on to take no, off the castle no, no, no. fast. After she got off the stretcher, and then it was just, and she was, she didn't sell it at all at first, and then she struggled to sell it. And then I'm watching this match, I'm like, and then the finish comes, you know, Cora has her in a single Boston crap. Yeah. And she, it's a ref stopping. She doesn't tap. Sean yeah. Michaels, what the fuck were you thinking trying <laughs> to know. protect Dana Brooke of all people? I don't, she I don't know. She should be laying down and taking jobs for these girls. Like, she need to be putting over the future. Like she's just, she's she's not good. Like I don't know why they still have her. Why is she still there? Why? I don't know, bro. I don't like, know. Between I, her I and Natalia, at the very least, Natalia can work. Yes, uh, but yes, they're I'll both give her like, that. sufferable when it comes to their personas translating off of social media to the ring. Yeah, it's just so mm-hmm. bad. No, no. Um, <laughs> but yeah, now. Uh, and I, I I don't want to you know I don't want to throw like a whole bunch of stuff on Dana Brooke or anything but but it's just yeah it's just not a good look I I just mm-mm. the le- less is more less is more with her um and, and it's unfortunate to say that but um uh, but yeah um going back to Money in the Bank um the main event which pretty much was solidified um this past. Friday on SmackDown. Um, actually, it's been the past two Fridays, should I say? Um, especially when Jay Uso was in a U.S. title match against Austin Theory, and you know didn't win that. Big Brother, <laughs> or, 
twin brother, you know, got big brother, you know, oh, got, yeah. got involved and all the other stuff, man. And, you know, and then fast forward to, um, like I said, last Friday, um, the decision that Jey Uso, he's going to fall in line. And I got to tell you, man, um, that was a that was beautiful. <laughs> that was the segment. That was beautiful. Um, and especially yeah. with the little, you know, with the little hint, like, well, with Paul Heyman being being kicked out, and yeah, that's you right. You know, he he thought that you know you're gonna pick you're gonna pick somebody that's not blood over, which is the craziest thing because that that also shows the difference between Roman and and Jey Uso as far as the treatment of Sammy, Sammy Zayn. You know, mm-hmm. here it is a ro- like you know Paul Heyman. You're not. He's technically. I know they wanted. They say he's actually blood because of the, his history with the, with 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 the Anai family and and stuff like that. But, uh, but he's not blood blade. He's not blood yeah. family like Jay yeah. and Jimmy are. And here it is when Sammy was with them and. You know the whole thing that Jay. You know as far as Jay Uso's like yo, you're not blood. And stuff like that, not being accepted is like, wait a second, he wasn't accepted, but yet Paul Heyman yeah. is accepted by Roman. Um, but I digress, you know, that's just the way the storyline is, man. But um the fact that, you know, they kind of tease that and once once Roman and then Roman was great in this also. By the way, he is awesome in his locker room segment where he has the three belts stacked right there on top of each other. Yeah. Um, I don't know. There's something about that image is badass. I'm like, like it's the weirdest things him seeing having three belts, but um, somehow, some way, he makes the fucking thing work. Uh, but leading to that moment of truth, Jimmy Uso comes out. They interact. They go back and forth. It's it's confessed that you know when Jimmy was you know when Jay Uso was trying to when he came back from the injury and. Jimmy didn't have the faith in him and stuff and stuff. But then once he told Jimmy, like, you out. At that moment, I'm like, this dude is going to, he's going to turn around and kick Roman. He's going to turn around and kick Roman. And then once he said, I'm out too, man, I was like, let's fucking go. Man, let's go. The whole crowd exploded. Let's the go. Whole roof game came off, man. Let's go. Man, it- I was, that was great. That was awesome. Like, even for me, like, even though like we know that it was inevitable this was gonna happen, still yeah. it didn't matter. The fact that it happened in a manner it's the, the details, the manner that it's happened. And this is definitely the 180 of everything of where it started. You know, mm-hmm. where one person fell in line, the other brother was like, nah, I'm gonna fall in line with you, I'm gonna fall in line with you. And now one brother's yeah. like, nah, I ain't falling in line, and the other one's like, you know what? I am going with you this time. It it's that's right. Fucking cinema, man. Martin Scorsese couldn't fucking theater, man. rip the shit. Man, man, this theater, is, that's how it is. Man, that that, that was that, that was a beautiful execution. But um, that that man, match, solo, man, it's the main event, Yeah, no, that and that's the main so, event, so, man. So, yeah, he about to he about to take this L next weekend. You know. Oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> Definitely, because Roman ain't being pinned. You crazy? Yeah, Roman not gonna get. <laughs> man, the moment he does get pinned, that shit gonna be crazy. I thought it was that he probably would get pinned in attack, but nah. It feels like the moment he gets pinned is when he loses the title. And man, 
I, I, I still don't know when he's dropping that shit. <laughs> I was about to ask you, like, do you think SummerSlam or you think they're going to really do the, they? Do you think it would be better to do it at a, at a Ford, at WrestleMania 40? Because I think I, I have a gut feeling that they can they stretch this out to WrestleMania 40? Can they? That's the question. It depends because it's only so many times he'll face the Usos. And, right. You know, but he has challengers at his disposal. He does. They're right there. Like, but, you know, they're, they're, they're not being, <laughs> they're not being around because you got this damn bloodline theater happening. I think once that ends, uh, another arc begins. Is Roman on his own? Can he do it by himself? Because he's going to have to do it by himself for a while. Right. Before right. he eventually drops the title. Yeah. I, I guess. I guess so, man. You know, yeah. I mean, he's going to have to do it by himself a couple of times before he drops the title. You know, not having any help. That's going to be... Oh, man. If there was ever a time to start that 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 arc, I guess it would be... Would it be around a rumble time? Like, I don't know. Like, there's a lot of things that it's... It's, I still think that there's still a part of me that feels like like Jay is going to do something. Like I know there's people that want Jay to win the title, and I know there's still that belief that Cody winds up still being the guy to beat Roman. But it's like, dude, I, I don't know. It's it, it, it's 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 that's something that I got to think about. Like I I don't know which. Which part, from a storyline standpoint, would it make more sense for Jay to, to, to win a title? If we're just being fantasy booking here, we don't know what's going to actually happen. But if we speak it from a hypothetical standpoint, would it be better that Jay winds up winning the title as part of the clip, kind of put the, 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 the arc on the story to close it and to open up a new one? Or would do you think they would be better off to go with the old and trusty Cody route? Or would it be somebody outside? Um, Man, we're not even thinking about that. We're just we're just here for the ride at this at this part. Yeah, we're just here for the ride. Yeah, man. Because I I wouldn't put it passive if they do another J Roman match at SummerSlam because that's what it's looking like at this point. Um, But that that I I, I wouldn't put it passive if you know if you know if Roman drops it this SummerSlam or up to WrestleMania forty. We're just going to just let it rock. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, man. I whatever it is, you're right. The journey is the that's the best part of all this. Um, but it's just still is like the inner inside of me is like, all right, there has to be an end. <laughs> it has to be an end. But whenever that end is, we'll we'll fully be prepared for that. I'm pretty sure, and we'll we'll be excited about it. But no, definitely. Um, you know that's going on, and um, I guess. Want to make one little quick thing about the a certain Chicago wrestler that came back on TV on Saturday night. That um, you know, nice little ten minute speech that he had there. Oh um, yeah, yeah, that that you know. shit really pissed off more fans. Um, not really fans, but but the locker room <laughs> when he uh when he said it. And apparently, you know, uh, you know, but I mean, the, the stuff now because. He he, the fact that he has the ability to run off four dudes is incredible. Yeah, like that that is some that is that, that's some gangster shit. <laughs> and, and Punk was um he was like he 
he definitely was captivating in those first 10 minutes of collision. Um, unfortunately, um, uh, you know, the, as far as the rest of the show goes, it was decent enough. It was a passable two hours. Uh, the, the, the matches were good for the most part. I enjoyed Buddy Matthews and Andrade. That day. Uh, that was the best match of the show for me. Um, the main event was okay for what it was, but it was so long. Um, they had no reason to really be long, but uh, apparently other stuff was supposed to happen, and it did not happen because I think Kenta and CM Punk was supposed to be a match for Forbidden Door, and Kenta did not want to work with them. So now he's been replaced with uh, Satoshi Kojima to face CM mm-hmm. Punk in the Owen Hart tournament. So, uh, yeah. Hmm. I wonder why Kenta didn't want to wrestle with CM Punk. He, he he doesn't really fuck with punk like that. I, I know. That's, I know. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> I know he doesn't. Um I it's just I just always laugh when when I mean obviously the one connecting the, the, the common connector that a lot of people or casual fans, I guess I could categorize them as that. Um is the go to sleep move, which is I feel like one of those days is gonna turn into just a transition mood and not an actual finisher. Um kind of like the Canadian destroyer. You know, like that used to be that used to be a finishing move and now like like I said, we got the likes of Bad Bunny man, doing that it, shit. Like it, it, it can start it can start it can start a match at times, man. <laughs> right? Everyone's doing the damn Canadian destroyer. Oh man. You know, um one I wanted one show that came to my mind the other day that I forgot how awesome it was, and it sucks that it's no longer on Netflix. Man, Lucha Underground, man. I, I that show. Yeah. I, how, how I don't know why they took it off of Netflix. I guess they had it because of, I guess rights issue, or I guess mm-hmm. some media stuff like that. But there's well, some that, stuff that's still available on. Um, on YouTube, so yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it, it's, and I caught on late to it too at the same time. But damn it, man, I was I I had watched a couple of matches. And I'm like, you know what? I wouldn't mind if it came back. I wish, I wish it was still like that now. But um, interesting, very interesting, man. But um, hey, ask you this. Uh, what is your uh, what's your feeling of um? To get off of the uh, Spider Verse movie, man. What, what was your feeling about that masterpiece? Yes, I, 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 I was just blown away watching. Um, knows what it was what it felt like two and a half hours. It felt like that at times. Um, yeah, and I, and I was just enthralled. It was just gripping, you know, from start to finish. Uh, a pretty damn good emotional roller coaster. Um, and then the cliffhanger happened, and. Uh, a lot of folks are like, huh? That was it? And I was like, damn. They they really did that. <laughs> when yeah. I was in the theater. And I'm like, I can't yeah. wait for um part what's this gonna be what's gonna be beyond the spider first, right? So right. the third right. the third and final installment of the trilogy, which I'm already saying that as much as I love the Dark Knight trilogy, this might stand the test of time as the greatest comic book trilogy around. Um this like it just gets better, and I feel like that they're really going to hit a grand slam on um, Beyond the Spider Verse, and they'd be able to get a couple of these uh, storylines out the way because you know I'm trying to 
keep keep it keep it tight lip for those that still haven't watched yet. What are y'all doing, man? Go out yeah. there and watch that movie. Like you know, it, well, I'll, I'll, hey, listen, it happens. You know, yeah, like, it took I'll me two better, weeks to see it. it. It's, it's, yeah, I mean, it, listen, it's it's just definitely worth it going out your way to watch. Um, but because I'm agree. looking forward to talking about it, you know, uh, in, in a few years' time, you know, because this this was good. This is good. It maybe it definitely did maybe go and research a lot of the because as much as of a big Spider Man fan that I am, I really had to go out and look at all the other different universe Spider Man, and I was like, damn, they really do exist. <laughs> I'm like, yo, this whole oh yeah, <laughs> oh yeah, man. No, there was like, there were the, the one there thing, were a couple the one of takeaway them that I saw. I was that, like, oh man. The one takeaway I did get, out of it, I'm like, you know, Marvel really do have a lot. A Spider-Man Lord, they could just re- revamp and refurbish all across the board <laughs> with the different variations and, and make something out it's, of it. Yeah. Which is <laughs> which is insane. Um when you really think about it like that. Uh but um yeah, it's, it's a great movie. I I did like how the soundtrack was incorporated into the movie a little bit as well. Mm-hmm. Um killer soundtrack but- too. Yeah, really, it's pretty nice soundtrack, man. Um, I, I I was hoping that a couple other songs would it would have made it on there, but uh, in the film that is, uh, but it it was good. Um, and I'm looking forward. I wonder if Metro's going to do another one, or or they're going to try to still use some of the songs from the previous um, soundtrack for the next movie. If it ain't broke, there's no need to fix it. That's how I feel about it. Get Metro on there. Let him do it again, damn it! But uh, but uh, uh <laughs> but definitely anybody, if you haven't seen the movie, go see the movie. Um, whether you're a comic book fan or not, that the the artistry in it, the <laughs> amazing, spectacular, um, the visual and and just the the drawings on there, like it's just and the paint, the paint, it's just the visual image of everything is just great, man, great. And then you know. Personally, for me, I'm just a big fan of the whole series, and and having the Miles Morales there does a lot for people like me. But anyway, man, um, as we drift off into the sunset until the next episode, um, where can they find you, man? If if they want to pick your brain, if they want to interact with you, man, or just, you yeah, know, you can probably uh, rappers or actors. You know, that's that's where it's at, man. Rappers, or actors on Twitter. Uh, discipline on Instagram, but I, I don't be on there that often. You know, I, I, I be doing a lot of retweeting out on Twitter, but you know, but you know, you can catch me on Jerry. You want to go in and you know, see a post or see stuff that interests me. You know, um, that's, that's, that's really about it, man. Word, word. You can find me, Mo underscore B underscore knowing on Twitter, Corona underscore Mo on Instagram. You know, I just, I just talk about a lot of stuff laugh about a lot of stuff yell at people with sports stuff and uh yeah that's basically my whole twitter existence just just laughing and 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 yelling at bad takes um wherever they may may be in any sport but uh but yes definitely appreciate everybody listening um find us on the family podcast network thefamilypn.com find us on spotify apple google um, their podcast apps uh, can find us on there and don't forget to subscribe or tell a friend tell a friend and 
like I said, everybody be safe out there. I know it's some, the start of summer, today is the longest day of the year. In the East Coast, though, at least in Virginia, it was raining. I don't know it was down in ATL. Oh, yeah, it, it's here. raining over here. It's been it's been slated to storm all week, so we've been getting some rain for the past couple of days. Yeah. Uh, mm. Seven days rain. Jeez. I, I can't. I can't deal with it. But anyway, later, people. Y'all take care. Stay blessed. Be safe out there. Until the next time. Uh, See you on the other side.